Hello, everybody. Welcome to another edition of Top of the Table. I'm Brian Bentley, along with my co-hosts, Mark Villa and the lovely Sarah Wilson. Mark coming to us from L.A. Sarah coming to us from Kansas City. Are we on? We are on. We're on, oh, we're, baby. We're Yay. on, so you can talk. You can talk. Uh, stop okay. and lip in the chat room now. Thank you. What? You, f- you forget that I. You forget that I. I see the chat room as well. So. Hello to everybody in the chat room. Uh, I apologize for our delay. We want to uh, let you know uh, our the show will be now available on iTunes as a podcast, audio podcast. We've had some requests for that, uh, starting with our last two shows with Joe Tate from the Philadelphia Union and last week's excellent show with Alexi Lawless. Are we going to uh, do video pod- or video cast as well, or does that cost more money? Uh, it doesn't cost any more money, but it's already been done. Oh, okay. what do you mean it's already been done? I'm just being... being. Oh, you okay. just been... Hey, my, my screen's frozen it's again. It's all right, it'll fix. It's an audio, it's an audio podcast anyway. And you're smiling. Yes. Uh, coming up here in the next probably 15 minutes, uh, international soccer star Lee Wynn will be joining us. Hey, when did Siggy Schmidt become Two-Face? <laughs> did you guys see it? Seriously, he's got one eye like this. He's got one eye like this. It's like a it's like a freaking hungover owl. What, what looking at it? Uh, it might be like medical stuff. I don't want to be mean. I do. It's Ziggy. Is it like <laughs> is it like retarded Bell's palsy or something? I don't know. I mean, he's got the one big. Yeah, all, all he's missing is the gin blossom. That's all he's missing. He's like a sober Jack Klugman. Uh, hey, talking about things like that. What are you going to be for Halloween, Ma? Uh, I don't know because I'm working X Factor till at least five in the afternoon, and the area where we go trick or treating uh, with family is uh, overrun by cholos from the valley. So I guess I'm one <laughs> of them. Um, and parking is a nightmare. So if I don't, if I don't get off early in time, I'm not going to go meet the kids and Dana. But if I do, I'm going to try and be a monkey uh, wrangler of some sort because the kids are going as monkeys. Ah, too cute. Brian, hey, what are you gonna be? David. Uh, I'm not exactly sure what I'm going to be yet. That's, that's to I'm be not, determined. I'm not going to be anything slutty this year. Oh, so you're changing it up? Changing it up this year. Um, yeah, I think I'm too old for that you do, now. You do the opposite. You dress normal for one day of the year. <laughs> I'm going to dress like a regular normal, normal girl in jeans. A top that covers everything. <laughs> That's what I'm gonna be. <laughs> oh, cue your uh, cue your bathing suit uh, Twitter profile picture. <laughs> hey, do uh. Hey, uh, so, Nick. When I see you, I'm gonna punch you in the neck. How dare you say I'll be a Cardinals fan for Halloween? Now, did you make it to one of the games, Brian? Uh, I actually went. We went Monday night to Game Five. Okay. Right? Yeah. No. Yes. Were you one of the? Or was that Wednesday? We went Monday night for Game Five, and then there was a rain out Wednesday, which moved Game Six to to Thursday. We all know how that went. Uh, Followed it up by uh, Game Seven on Friday night. Now, did you make it to the uh, to the FCD game? Were you one of the six people? I did make it to the FCD game, and there was more than six people there. Okay, eight. No, I yeah. I actually I tweeted a picture. There was a there was a fairly decent showing there. I wouldn't say it was awesome, 
But um, the, the, here's the, here's the thing. About, here's the thing about about Pizza Hut Park. Most people sit on the camera side, so you just see everybody when there's a red seat for Halloween. You don't, you don't okay. see everything. All right. But I did. I I took I, a, I took a panoramic funny. picture and I tweeted it out from my personal account, and it was not it was not an embarrassing showing. And I give credit to uh, FC Dallas for uh, um, as soon as the Rangers announced their rainout, FC Dallas tried as quickly as they could to viral market a six dollar off promotion if you brought a Rangers ticket. Oh, I mean, nice. you know, I give I give them credit. And a lot of people rip and they say they're the worst team in the league and the worst fans in the league. I would love nothing more than to be able to have a stadium like what you guys have, and you get to go and you get to see all this stuff. Um, but it, it's a it's a good team. It's a good product that they put on the field, and they're really trying. Um, however, the last seven or eight weeks of the season were not very kind to them. Um, it's because they played, uh, I think the total was, uh, they played 48 games this year, as opposed to the 34 so, last year. So did we. Yeah, I, just, I, I think they were gassed by the end of the year. Yeah, we all are. It's been a rough year. But oh, we dropped here. Um, um, you okay? Yes. But the uh, the thing for the thing that I was gonna segue into was that um, um, Wednesday night's opponent was the Red Bulls of New York. Yes, you had the pink cows, and uh, just not not a very exciting showing. Um, FC Dallas had a lot of scoring opportunities in the first half, and he couldn't convert. And uh, what do you say? Uh, you know, I it wasn't Ow. an entertaining game. You okay, buddy? Come here. I hope this po- I hope this audio version does not end up as Exhibit A for Child Protective Services. You okay. No. Okay, come here. Come on. Okay. You're okay now. Daddy kissed it, made it better. Yeah, that, that sounds great. It's gonna be great audioly. Right. Um, That's when I should have gone to the graphic it, it, about the complaints. Yes. Yeah, I watched the game, and it wasn't a bad game. It just wasn't an exciting game. I mean, I don't even remember it. It was that unmemorable. Sorry. No, it, it was not. I mean, it was nothing going on. FC Dallas had a couple scoring chances in the first half, um, but like they've had. Pretty much the last two months of the season, they couldn't convert anything. They were able to put up um, two goals last Saturday night at San Jose. Had they won that game, they would have taken third place. Uh, but they didn't, which moves us to last night's game as the third, third place uh, Real Salt Lake took on number two seed Seattle Sounders and thoroughly whipped their butts. I uh, Yeah, Complete. I did. And you know what? I hate Saborio. I hate Saborio and uh, Espindola more than life or words can possibly ever express. Uh, but you got to give it up to Saborio for that second goal, oh man. Oh, gosh, that, that second flick goal. That around a defender's leg who's already off his right shoulder and still goes around his leg for that flick, that was That was brilliant. amazing. I was lucky, lucky as can be, uh, to actually touch it and, and direct it like that. But still, brilliant move. Absolutely. Sarah, we were talking about uh, last night's uh, RSL Seattle game and uh, Sabarillo's second goal. Did you get a chance to see oh, that? Yes, Chris Winger assisted last night. I was pretty happy. Winger for him. assisted on the Did first one. Yes, we're talking about the second yeah. one where he just kind of flicked it behind him. It was a beautiful. Yeah, even I, even I got moist on that, that was, one. I mean, that was just. 
That was a that was that a was... gorgeous, gorgeous goal. And uh, um, a spindle. Uh, I think it was what ended up being a Grababoy's rebound was a shot by a spindle from his left foot. Just phenomenal, phenomenal play by Real Salt Lake last night. But they have injury concerns as Nate Borchers went out with a strained knee, uh, and they also yeah. lost. Um, I'm still alive. I'm still yeah. You know, so they were out there. Their two now, center backs. Let's go. Let's, let's go back a second. That first goal was uh, Saborio just being a selfish prick because that ball was going in anyway. <laughs> I mean, that's that's just robbing a stat as far as I'm concerned. It was going in anyway. I don't doubt the goal, but his involvement of it, I don't think, was necessary. Well, just my well had he had he not played it, there wouldn't have been any question of of onside or offsides. Absolutely. So, had he not touched it, I mean, you could say, "Oh, it might hit the post and bounce out." I mean, I, I can understand because if it, it's a bang bang play, you're right there in the front, and being being up top, you want to score goals. Um, but it look, I mean, it looked like uh, looked like it was going to be a goal for Winger. But. Yeah, it was going in, and he, he he tapped it in literally off the line. If so. Casey Keller is not playing in goal last night, that's easily a five or six nothing game. Well, this is what I was going to ask you guys. I mean, before kickoff, what was kind of your prediction? I thought it was going to be much closer than what it was. I was pretty surprised. I thought it was going to come down to the game in Seattle. Yeah, I thought there were going to be more red cards. I thought there were going to be red oh, cards. Because, I mean, I, I tweeted it last night. And, you know, I said it, you know, my thoughts on the game, a bunch of hard slash dirty fouling, diving, whiny, see you next Tuesdays. Um, I expected a dive and foul fest. And to an extent, we got it, but not as bad as I thought it would be. Well, Seattle got away with a blatant red card. Which one? Jeez. Let's follow Alvarez. Alvarez. When he turned around, put hands to the face, and then I mean, it was literally, it was this, it was perfect. He didn't put hands to the face. He caught him right here. He caught him right here. Sarah, you might need to put your earbuds in. Who me? Yes. Yeah. You're the only Sarah on the show. Yeah, Mike. Are you getting feedback? Yes. 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 Bloody hell! All right. It's okay. Um, Keep so, talking. And we're getting and we're getting our segue from the chat room here, but we want to say we want to talk about all the red cards that were reserved for the LA New York game. Yeah, you know, um, I did not see that, so I'm. I, I need you guys to to help me out. I, I'll have to watch the replay again. I don't think. I think. Uh, I think Lenny, uh, aka Chrisman, probably should have gotten uh, the red card, not Juni. Uh, I, it looked to me again. I have to watch it on replay. I'm not being a homer. I will. Wa- we'll, we'll, we'll rewatch well, it. It looked she to just me. Got up and left. Come on. It looked to no, me. headphones. Are you going poo? No, I'm trying to find my headphones. The video, but see, the video is lagging slightly, so you just got up and walked out of the room. Ah, uh, okay. <laughs> I've had enough of you two. Uh, it looked to me like the elbow from Juninho was the rea- was oh, uh, a reaction from being pushed from the back. <laughs> Speaking of pushing from the back, um, it looked to me like Juninho got pushed from behind. That that's what caused his elbow to go up again. I, I have to rewatch it. I saw it briefly. I think Chrisman should have gotten a red, definitely. I think he still will. I think uh, the other cat with the pseudo-fro is going to get a red card as well. Uh, Tinyo or Tineo, whatever the hell his name is, I think he's going to get a red as well. What, um, what was, the, what was know, the play? And then why is... And- the whistle blows. Marquez has the ball in hand. He chucks it at McGee, hits McGee in the leg. Not a big yeah. deal. Uh, Chrisman takes offense to it. 
pushes Marquez. Marquez headbutts and swings at the same time at Chrisman. Comes nowhere near hitting him. Uh, Janino runs in. Tenille runs in. It looks like he pushes Janino from behind, and that's what forces his elbow to go up. Again, I have to rewatch it. I don't know. Huh. So, no, but they, they both got, so they Mar- both got sent off. Marquez and no game was over. Marquez and Gio both get red cards after the fact. Oh yeah, yeah. What I'm saying is like after the game they both got their red cards, right? Yeah. It's official. What yes. Okay. And the the, so the, my, my, the play happened after the game. The game was no, over. No, no. I, I I saw I saw. But my question to you is, who takes Janino's place? I think Dax McCarthy steps in. Uh, but what about Janino, Mark, for your next game on Wednesday? Uh, Chris Burchill. It's a step down offensively, but I think he can define as a holding defensive Dad, mid. Uh, give us the final score of that game. 1-0. 1-0 LA. Daddy, yeah, you buddy. Can can chew. Chew. Dax is injured. We're hearing from the chat room. Is it yes, he is. Oh, really? Oh, okay. What so, what's, I, I don't know what they're going to do then. Okay, go get your brother. I don't know what they can I'm do. sorry, sorry. Go ahead. Uh, well, he, McCarty was on the bench today. He was available, but I don't think I don't think he's uh, I don't think he's ready to play. I did find it interesting that uh, Baca didn't have a single defenseman on the bench. He only carried five subs to Dallas on a Wednesday. Yeah. Um, Mark, I was surprised that Robbie Keane started and playing so much today too. So was I, man. I did not expect to see him till Thursday at the earliest. Um, yeah. You know, and and I'll tell you guys now: get your uh, get your slagging ready because we're going to have a sparse crowd on Thursday night. Uh, I'm not sure how MLS is rewarding the first place team in the league by giving them a home game on a Thursday night, especially in this city, especially the stadium we have, where Don Garber knows we have an agreement: we can only sell eight thousand tickets to any game during the week. Um, So. It's and, and you get to fly to New York for the first leg. And we get to fly to New York for the first leg, then fly home three days later. Um, why, why do you only sell the 8,000, Mark? I don't understand. Be, because Home Depot Center is on the campus of uh, Cal State University, Dominguez oh, Hills. Right. And because we're on yeah. the campus, we have an agreement with the university because it actually is their property. AEG owns the stadium, but it's on school property. Uh, because of parking, night classes, etc., we can only have they've they've we've agreed to cap the attendance. And I think it's eight thousand for any any midweek game during the semester. Uh, MLS is fully aware of this. How this is a reward for finishing first and winning the shield, I have no idea. But you know, it is going to look sparse on TV come Thursday night, and that's not that's not our fault. We're not being allowed Gosh. to sell tickets. And I want to, and, and every person that rips on FCD for not having a crowd, I want them to rip on the LA Galaxy for not having a crowd. <laughs> Warranted, but it's also the league's fault just as much in this case. No, I'm, I'm being you know, sarcastic. I, I don't understand how a home game on a Thursday night is a benefit and a, you know, a reward. It's just staggering to me. Well, hey, uh, it was, it was fun for for those of us sitting in the press box on. Uh, um, on Wednesday night at the uh, at Pizza Hut Park to see that to see that the Red Bulls had already changed their website to show that they were playing uh, the Galaxy this weekend. Had they yeah. really? Yeah, wow. before the game, it was uh, before the game or early in the game. It, I think it was the day. Maybe it was in the the afternoon of uh, October uh, October thirtieth semifinal against LA Galaxy. It's like, well, um, kind of got to play wow. a game. 
Hey Brian, oh. did you already talk about did you already talk about the FC Dallas game while I was trying to find yes. the headphones? Did you talk yeah, about um, that yet? Yeah, oh. I basically just said that uh, FC Dallas the same problem they've had in the last eight weeks. They just couldn't score goals. They had a couple. They had yeah. a couple opportunities, and uh, my opinion is that the team is just gassed. I mean, they played forty eight games this year as opposed to thirty four last year. Um, Houston just shanked a chance to go up three one. Oof! Just ah. oh, so poorly. Just shanked it. Yeah, it, I, I felt bad for FC Dallas, Brian. It seemed like they just, it was like a firework. Like, it was all, you know, middle and beginning of the season, they were doing so well, and it just kind of fizzled out. And, you, know, you know, and for all the for all the great things that they'd done, first team winning a Champions League game in Mexico, all that stuff, they also turned right around and they were, you know, knocked out of the Champions League by an MLS team that hadn't been to the playoffs in five years in Toronto, and they just got outplayed. Right. So. Right. I mean, you know, it was sad. I thought the unicorn was non-existent. I don't remember him doing anything. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, you know, they had a, like you said, forty-eight games. I think I think we've played that amount as well. It's 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 been a long year for a few different teams, and um, you know, it's starting to show, man. It just um, is. So yeah. give us a quick. Have we talked about? Give us a quick scoring update right now. Sorry, it's two-one uh, Houston. Right now it's two-one Houston. Eighty-fifth uh, minute. We're in the Houston half of the field. Uh, Houston just shanked a scoring opportunity to go up three one. I mean, badly the, shanked. They were on the a Kansas City they game. were they were on a two zero break. The Kansas City game should be starting uh, any minute right now. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Hey, have we talked about our predictions for the playoffs? Have we talked about who we think our finals? Well, I'm, I'm getting ready to bring Lee on. Let's do it while we got Lee. Oh, okay. Yeah. So now Houston's on the move again. So they're beautiful pass to the middle. Two road goals for them. Wow. Oh yep. man, <laughs> Mondragon just came up. Hey huge. Lee, it's Brian Bentley from Top of the Table. Hey, what's Good. going on? How are you? Hey Lee, how you doing? Joined, Good. joined hey, by uh, Mark Mark hey. Villa in L.A. and Sarah Wilson in Kansas City. I'm coming to you from probably not too far from your house. Okay. I'm in Plano as well. Oh yeah. Uh, thanks for joining us. Sure, no is, is it fair to describe you as the David Beckham of Vietnam? Oh, that's what some are oh, saying. That's what we're saying. <laughs> and we like it. That's what we're saying. All right. Right, right now, we're, we're about to go to our MLS predictions. You want to jump in on those real quick? Um, which, what games? Well, right now, Houston's up 2-1 on Philly. Galaxy just won. But we're thinking overall, you know, playoff predictions. Oh, like who's going to win it yep. all? Yeah. Yeah. And who's um, who's going to be in the final, how it's going to go down? I like. Uh, I, I think LA and uh, Kansas City might meet in the finals. That, yeah. Okay. That's, that's me too, Lee. That's my thoughts too. <laughs> yeah. So, but I like. I like the way LA's playing right now. So. That's, I wish I could say the same. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like a bit more explosive uh, explosion out of them, but I'm happy. Do you, uh, so, do so, you have so, a team that you root for, Lee? What's up? Do you have a obviously you know FC Dallas. Else, but another team that's kind of your favorite right now in LA. Um, no, I mean, really, right now I'm just you know all my friends are on FC Dallas, so they're really the only team I'm kind of reading. Now, did they just come up short last year in signing you to a contract, or was it it just didn't work out for many reasons? Uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, many reasons. So, I mean, 
That was one of the many. Oh, sorry. Philly just not. Oh, beautiful lob into the center, into the area, into the six yard box. Header right <laughs> off the top post. Oh, my God. That was amazing. Ah. I'm sorry, Lee. Go ahead. <laughs> oh, it's normally a much more professional show, Lee. Yeah, not today. <laughs> so now, Lee, the team that you were playing with this year was. I looked it up online. I'm sorry. I forgot it. Uh, yeah, it's but, Ben Young. Ben Young. Okay. Now, but you're without a contract right now, correct? Correct. Yeah. Uh, my contract actually ended this season. So, I'm, okay. So yeah. right now he's been coaching for the Plano East Panthers. <laughs> yeah. I've been, help, I've been volunteering, helping out um, my, uh, my head coach. That was my coach when I was in high school. So. Okay. Now, I, I want to. Hey Lee, can I just talk about that real quick? Because I used to coach in Dallas. I used to coach for Sting. So okay. I'm pretty familiar with with Hassan and the Texans and your your club team growing up. So you won Disney Cup, you won Dallas Cup, and like, what's everybody else doing from that team right now? Has anybody else made it big time like you? Um, no, not 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 from my team. No one. Uh, besides, you know, maybe there's a maybe one one or two players from. My club that I played with on the 86s, some players, some players are playing pro right now from that age group, but not from my team. Because you guys were stacked. Yeah, Holy we had, crap. We had a good club. We, we, uh, we, had a, we had a really good you know, junior, senior year. So, 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 the, so the obvious question, and, and you've tweeted, wait for it, wait for it. <laughs> um, is there, and you can, and you can, um, you can plead the fifth, or you can giggle, or you can say next question. Does it look like you might be signing stateside? Well, I mean, we're all gonna, everyone's gonna find out. I'll know in uh, November uh, about Thanksgiving. Hopefully, before Thanksgiving, I'll know what the deal is. That that is as diplomatic and as fair as an answer as we can ask for. Lee, <laughs> who who is your agent so I can blow him up on the Twitter? <laughs> blow him up, uh, it's Spencer Wasworth. Um, okay. I'm, uh, represented by Santiago Sports. So. Okay. So. They're gonna get a lot of emails now. <laughs> so tell. I want to know a little bit about the experience of playing in Vietnam because you were in the um, in the U.S. national system, and then you ended up getting to Vietnam. Can you just tell us a little bit about that, about that story? Yeah, I mean, uh, they they try to get me coming out of high school, but. You know, I didn't really know too much about it, and they really contacted my dad, and he kind of kept it on, on low. And, you know, nothing really came about it until when I was in Denmark, it came up again. And, you know, one of the big clubs, one in July, the one that I went to the first place, they contacted my dad and was saying that they were really serious. They wanted me to fly out there, check out their facilities, and, you know, they had a really good offer for me. So, you know, I was like, why not come check it out, you know, was there for like a couple days, and you know, I, I like the whole setup. I like what they're trying to do, and you know, I, the contract they offered me it was really hard to turn down. So, now, how how are you? I know you were that you were at PSV. How'd you get hooked up with Gus Hitting? Uh, the, I guess they contacted my agent at the time. Then, uh, they, you know, right out of college, I was at Indiana, you know, and then at that time I was with Lyle Yorks. He came up to me and was like. You know, uh, if you're interested in playing overseas, you know, PSV, you know, Goose Hennig, they would love to take a look at you. So they're interested from the U-20s, you know. Oh, that's great. Yeah. And that's amazing. I also heard that Arsenal was interested too in you, Lee. 
Um, well, they, they wanted to take a look at me at the time, but it was, you know, it was hard to get a permit, so that it wasn't really any really, you know, it was, nothing was going to happen. I just wanted to go up there and train, though. So they said, yeah, we would love to come up and, you know, train Something similar to what Bill, uh, Bill Hamid's doing right now? Uh, I have no idea. Is yeah, that yeah he's just going over. I think he's going to train with West Albion for a week. I mean, it's nothing. It's not a, a loan deal or anything. He's just going over and training. That, that's yeah. what, that's what they were asking you to do. Yeah, that's what that's what I was doing. Yeah. Now, it, when when those kinds of things happen, when a tri- when a team asks you to come train with them, uh, in your instance, where it's obvious you're probably not going to get a work permit, is it just they can get a look at you and maybe keep you in the back of their head for something later on? Are they scouting you for someone else? What is the general consensus on those kinds of things? What is the benefit to the player to go train in that situation? I mean, for me, it was you know to get the experience, you know, to stay fit and just to get the you know the training. But uh, you know, there were there were other agents out there scouting, you know, for other clubs and whatnot, and so they you know they they're always looking to expand, you know, their players from overseas. You know, they want to they want to kind of touch the Asian market. Right. So I guess, you know, they wanted to, you know, see what the level was like. And so they brought me over and, you know, I guess try to test my skills out, see how I fit it in. Have you had, you know, speaking of the Asian market, have you had any interest from the J League or from the K League? Uh, I had a lot of contacts, you know, um, saying that there's an interest from, you know, multiple agents, you know, but at that time, you know, I didn't have a passport and, you know, I'll, now, now I have my Vietnamese passport, so they're you know it's a lot more easier for me to go jump to the J League and K League now. Right. So, but you have your American passport. They, they wouldn't take you as an American. They would have, but you know it's it's they usually you know like Korean players and Brazilian players they come over there they take a foreign spot. And I so got you. You know it's it's like a three plus one rule. Ah. Okay. Okay, that makes sense. Makes sense. One of the things we talked to Alexi Lawless about last week was uh, his trial period with uh, with Arsenal and how he was disrespected is probably a good word to use, being an American. Um, does that factor in when you go to Vietnam? Are you treated as an American? And I'm not taking this, I'm not um, making it necessarily a race issue, but I mean, is it something where they say, oh, it's an American player coming over or it's somebody with with an Asian uh, history and we welcome him? Well, for me, it's a little different because, you know, uh, before coming over, they already kind of knew who I was and, you know, everybody was real excited when I came over. So, you know, they were, they were expecting kind of, you know, big things, I guess. But, uh, you know, usually when you, when the players come over, like foreign players, you know, they say, where's he from? And, you know, if you say Brazil, they're like, oh, okay, he's going to be all right. Gonna, even though, you know, they never seen him, you know? Right. But, you know, they said this kid's from America or, you know, like uh, Denmark or wherever. You know, they don't give them as much respect as you when they say, like, Brazilian, you know? So. Yeah, Brazil gets that carte blanche. And, yeah. And Fat, oh, Fat Ronaldo could show up and they would still love it. Exactly. <laughs> uh, final in Houston, 2-1. Really? Yes. Yeah. Wow. So we've got uh, Sporting KC in Colorado coming up tonight. Uh, who do you guys like in that? I'm, got, I'm going with KC. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going with yeah, KC. I'm going to lobby that softball, even though we already talked about it. Hey, uh, Lee, what did you what did you <laughs> think of the uh, Seattle Salt Lake game last night? You know, I didn't I didn't catch that game. Oh, well, you missed a good one, man. It was, I, it was uh, 
it wasn't as exciting as I thought it was going to be. Not nearly as many uh, really chippy fouls or you know handbags coming out, but it was a good game. And if you get a chance, watch the highlights because okay. uh, Saborio's second goal is just freaking brilliant. Ridiculous! Just, huh? It's a oh, it's dude, a, yeah. It's a um, it's almost like a, uh, like a, coming balls coming at him between his legs. Um, goals on his left side, right foot, back heel, and with a man, with but a man no, on him. not only not only a back heel, but the defenseman is over his right shoulder, and he gets his right leg around the outside of the defenseman and flicks it on behind it's him. It's one of those when he misses it, it's like, well, you know, what was he thinking? And then when you make it, it's like, oh my gosh, that's gold again. It was phenomenal. Yeah. <laughs> so. Now, Lee, let me ask. Let me ask you this: You take a shot, you put it in the area, and it's rolling towards the goal. It's obviously going in, and your teammate decides to tap it in off his foot, literally off the goal line. Does that piss you off? Does that steal a stat from you? Is that still your goal, or is he just making sure it goes in? Uh, I'll take the assist. I'll as long as it goes. <laughs> okay. All right. Because there was one. There was there was one of those two last night. Oh, was yeah. there? Yeah, the first goal of the game. Boyo's first goal was a uh, winger had put a shot on. It was basically rolling over the line and passed Keller, and uh, Sabario taps it in, and it ended up being uh, a questionable: was he off? Was he offside or not? And we were discussing that earlier. If he doesn't touch it, it's not a matter of offsides. It's, there's no controversy. Yeah, if, if it's if he touches it and it's offside, yeah, I'll be pissed. But and then if he touches it and it was like my goal to be the top goal scorer in the league, I'll be pissed. <laughs> <laughs> So what? So what are you doing now? Uh, besides helping with with Plano East, I mean, are you are you continuing to train? Um, are you? What's the um, what's the mindset coming into the, the Thanksgiving announcement slash decision? Oh uh, well, right now, uh, you know, last I, I've been rehabbing and now I'm training. I'm you know trying to get fit, ready for uh, you know wherever I decide to end up. But you know, um, I'm actually. I'm sorry. Have you been training with FCD or or who have you been training with? No, I've just been training with uh, on the side with my academy, uh, Texans Academy team. Okay. And then uh, you know I've been doing training on my own with you know Spencer Wasworth. You know he's also been helping me train you know on the side. And then so I've just been trying to basically try and get fit for the, you know in December wherever I decide to and or wherever I decide to play. So. And, and, and what it sounds to me is like you you've got a couple of options. Yeah, I, I got, I got, I got you options. Have, you don't have to say where. We don't want, we don't want to, we don't want to get you in any trouble or anything. But it sounds like it's not. You're not waiting for an MLS team to bring you an offer. It's, you've got places all around the world. Uh, yeah. So I mean, you know, if if, if you want to hassle my agent, you know, he'd love to talk to you about that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, okay, from, from from just a purely personal point of view, Lee, how awesome is it to have people vying for your ability? I mean, how how cool is that? You know, it, it, it feels you know, it feels good to have to know that teams want you. You know, it's always good to have options. So you know, I think for any player playing the in you know, at the high at this level, you know, they'd always love to have options. So. Right. Now you now Bin Young was your second team in Vietnam, correct? Yeah. Now, what was the reaction or fan reaction? What what led you to, to switch teams? Was it your decision? Was it a team decision to sell you? Was it how'd that come about? Um, yeah, basically, uh you know, after my first season, there was a lot of teams already, you know, uh, bad. You know, they they were wanting to buy my contract out from uh, Juan on July. You know. Okay. 
at that at that time, you know, I was I was fine, I was happy, but you know, they you know, they had a new coach come in and you know, he changed up the whole system kind of. Right. And so I told him, you know, if 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 I'm not in his plans, you know, then, you know, I would love for you guys to let me go or, you know, sell me because there's, you know, there's a bunch of teams right now interested. And at that time, at that time, Ben Young was at the top of the list because, you know, they they basically brought in all these players. They wanted to win the league, you know. So I was, you know, and that's my whole goal when I went to Vietnam. I wanted, you know, I wanted to be champion. So right, I was, I was basically trying, yeah, trying to get out. So I, I, and I want right. to talk about your time in Vietnam. And we jokingly said at the beginning, is it say, is it fair to call you the David Beckham of Vietnam? But can you help us, kind of, kind of. Let everybody know that it's that's really not a joke. <laughs> yeah, I mean, um, because yeah, soccer, you know, there, uh, it's it's really the only sport they follow. You know, it's really yeah, it's it's, it's crazy. They, they watch it on TV every week, every weekend. You know, and you turn on the channel ESPN, and it's it's strictly it's all soccer. So, you know, they they the whole world sees it. So you know when I'm when I'm out in the streets or when I'm going somewhere to eat, you know everybody kind of recognizes me. So it's it's just it's just a different kind of environment, you know. That's that's incredible. That's great. That's- hey Lee, t- talking about you know different environment. What are the you know obviously I miss things from the UK living in the US, but if you could get a care package sent to you while you're in Vietnam of the top three things you miss in the US, what would be in your care package? Uh, of like Reese's Pieces or something? Of of in the U.S. to be yes. home? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um. Well, one was definitely Pop Tarts. <laughs> <laughs> that was. In- um. The other one was you know, Twizzlers. Ooh, good choice. Good choice. Yeah, and then I forgot what the other one was, but um, it was just. I think I, I told one of my friends to bring me home toothpaste. So, wow. Really? Yeah, because toothpaste just tastes different over there. <laughs> <laughs> it's the little things, isn't it, Lee? It's it really, all that matters to me is just the little things, really. <laughs> I would have never no. thought the very last thing would have been toothpaste. <laughs> <laughs> so, Lee, what, what is your favorite or what has been your favorite part about playing in Vietnam? Is it the people? Is it the passion? Or is it just the level of the game itself? I mean, what I love about it, yeah, it's just, you know, the fans are amazing. You know, they come out to every single game. Every home game that I was in being young, it was, you know, completely packed. You know, it was 20, 25,000 people every, every weekend. Wow. Yeah. And, you know, it's just, and then when I'm playing it away, you know, at these, like, one of these, like, Haiphong, Hanoi, you know, just get into our bus after the game. And, you know, if we lost, <laughs> it would be so hard to get back to the bus because you know these fans are going crazy, right? So you know, I I thought that was cool, and you know, I just yeah, the passion. And then when the national team plays, you know, it's everybody's in the streets in red. You know, they're all watching the game. Everyone's you know at the bar, the TV, watching the game. And then I believe one time I was there, they won like the Suzuki Cup, and afterwards. There was just a big party in Ho Chi Minh City, and everybody out was just in red. You know, fireworks were going off. It was just crazy. So, what's the craziest thing a fan's ever done to you, Lee? Because um, she's gonna top it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, craziest, the craziest thing I think there were there were some kids. They were trying to pull off my shorts, my shirt, and you know, and I was trying to get back on the bus, 
And there are these kids, they're like, they'd grab my shin guards because I had it in my hand and they would just run away. And so I was like, I lost a pair of shin guards. So, but. Uh, I would just like come up, co smothered in toothpaste or something. <laughs> now, what, as far as the level of play in Vietnam, Lee, what, what league would you compare it to most, uh, you know, because we, we're not very familiar with, with the V League. So, right. How, what, where, what league would you compare it to? Is it higher? Is it above MLS? Similar to MLS on par, you know? I mean, Where would you put it? It's, it's a little different, you know. I mean, obviously, I think you know if if you bring because if you bring an MLS team over there to play them, you know, I think you know maybe they might have the advantage because they play on a different type of grass. But if you, if they come here, they'll probably get killed, you know, because they're not really. Yeah, I think so because you know they're not used to playing on you know the wet surface, you know, real ball going real fast. It's, I think because it's more South American kind of style, you know. Okay. Very technical. You know, they, they keep the ball very well, but, you know, a lot of the players that aren't as big, you know, aren't as fast. Right. So, really? Yeah. Uh, but we have foreigners. They have, you know, we have three, four foreigners on the team. And, they're you know, they're usually Africans, Brazilians. And, you know, the, those are the guys that usually, you know, they'll, they'll put, you know, like an African in the back or something, you know, just to, you know, be a big guy back there. And, you know, the, all the Vietnamese people, they're afraid to go after them, so. Okay. So I, I actually want to. I actually want to ask you questions as we we're talking about MLS. What What is your uh, What's your thought on the growth of MLS, as in terms of you know, being in Vietnam and see the way that you know doing twenty five thousand fans, you know, packing the stadium, and then seeing the growth of the sport over here. What is your What is your opinion on that? You know, I think you know, I think it's heading in the right direction. You know, I like I like where it's going. The you know, it's starting to expand. I'm starting to see a lot more fans out. You know. You know, even playoffs right now, it's 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 you know it's starting to get more recognized uh, here in the states. So, but you know, I like how, I like how what they're doing with the youth programs here. They've got academy teams, you know, so kids growing up, you know, they 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 all want to play pro, and you know, they see FC Dallas with the youth academy team. You know, that's every that's every kid's dream. They want to play on the FC Dallas team. You know, even in high school, all these kids here, they're like, you know, they they always want to play on that FC Dallas team. So. And, and Back me up here. FC Dallas puts out a good product on the field. They just get ripped for the low turnout. Yeah, I mean they they play. Honestly, in my opinion, they play one of the best soccer's you know in MLS. But you know sometimes yeah the end product just isn't there. So and, and most people are sitting on the press box side where the camera is. So you know when it's going out on TV, it looks like it's an empty stadium. But you've got a you've got great fan support on the stage, and then everything is on that press box side. People will get to see it. Yeah, it's kind of yeah, it's kind of all packed on the on one side and and on the ends. But yeah, it's the, from TV. You know, they only show that you know that far side where you know not many people are. Hey. But they get they get a pretty good uh pretty good crowd. I got a I got a question for you, Lee. Whenever you decide to make your decision, will you come on here and do it like LeBron did? <laughs> <laughs> Let me talk to my agent about that. I don't know what he's saying. Hey. Crazy man, we can make it happen. Right. Lee, just out of curiosity, it, is there any MLS exposure in Vietnam? And if not, what uh, what league outside of the V League has the biggest exposure and probably the biggest impact? And, in Vietnam? and let, let's let me let me tack onto that because we've got uh, one of our one of our viewers, Dean in Manchester, has become a Galaxy fan because he is exposed to the MLS through ESPN. So that's kind of where, where Mark's going with that. Yeah. Uh, wait, come again. You saying again what? Is does MLS have any exposure in Vietnam? Uh, what other leagues uh, pull in a good TV market in Vietnam? What other, what other world leagues do you guys get to watch, and who has the biggest impact? Do you think? Uh, yeah, um, you know, 
MLS games don't really come on that much in Vietnam, but you know we'll see highlights like playoff highlights or whatnot. And then, okay, and like you know now that Beckham and you know Henri are over, you know a lot of a lot of people in Vietnam they like Beckham, you know. So like you know you'll see highlights of the LA Galaxy game or whatnot. Right. But you know what we see every weekend we see EPL and you know the Italian league and the uh, La Liga. We'll see some of those games too. Okay. But EPL is big over there. They love English Premier League. So. Who who would you say is the biggest team over there? Over, uh, I would uh, say, for, I would probably say Man United or uh, Arsenal would probably be the top two. Okay. All right. Cool. I, I always, I'm always interested to see which teams have a big impact in other markets. It's just interesting to me. You know what? What uh, as well? All over the world. You know? Yeah, I mean it's all over Asia. Everyone loves Man U over in Asia. So. And isn't yeah. there a David Beckham shrine over there? So, <laughs> like, I think there's a legitimate shrine in it, somewhere in Asia. I thought I read. Really? Can't look so into that. I think so. Um, Lee, is it easier or is it odd for you, be, being swamped over there, going to the bus and then coming back here and working with the Texas Texans Academy, and waiting to make a decision, almost in I don't want to say relative anonymity. But then, when you make this decision by Thanksgiving, you could be going right back into that into that huge spotlight. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's yeah, it would be it would be going back there, you know, kind of the same as if I, if I was going from Juan Angelo to Benyung. You know, it's it's gonna be it'll be big news wherever I, you know if I decide to move back to Vietnam and go on a team there, it'll be it'll be big news. But it'll be it'll also be big news too if if I come back here over there. You know, there'll be like Lee wins going back to the states to play. Right. So. You know, they're all they're all they're all waiting to see what I say too, because they all all their clubs are they're all trying to prepare for January. So. Well, I, I, so I, is is that where the V League kicks off? Yeah, V League kicks off in January. So okay. Well, I'm gonna say it. I hope you're wearing stripes next season. Because <laughs> I'm an FC Dallas fan. That'd be cool. Yeah. That'd so be cool. hopefully, hopefully, I'll know in a couple weeks. So. All right. Well, be sure be sure to put it on the Twitter so we can all know, and uh, we'll be following you from now on. Yeah, right? and we, and we also, you can follow uh, you can follow him at Lee at Lee Win Twenty Four, and I'll make sure that uh, that that goes out tonight. Oh, hey, Lee, Lee, you're you're a great guy. We appreciate you taking the time on Sunday night. I know you had some stuff to do today, and you uh, kind of shifted your schedule to meet with us. And we've been playing Twitter tag for the last couple of weeks. I really, really appreciate you doing this for us, sir. Oh yeah, no problem. Thanks for if there's any, anything, Thanks a lot, anything we can do, let me know. I'm you know I'm across town from you. Be anything to help, and uh, if we can tweet anything out. And I swear to God, we have to do a Lee Win decision on this show. It's, <laughs> it's got to happen. It's got it's got to be 60 minutes long. It's, it's got to be Lee going. I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> Sounds good. All right, Lee Win, everybody. Thank you very much for coming on, Lee. I appreciate it so much. All right, thank you guys. Thank you, Lee. All right, later. thank you. I'm going to give credit to Revs of Boston for that idea. That's a genius idea. Oh, my gosh. He's lovely. He is. Oh, and we have a hashtag already started. Bring Lee to Boston. Wow. No one wants to go to Boston. Please. He was, he was very diplomatic. He's like, well, well, the V-League starts in January. I'm going to decide by Thanksgiving, maybe December. Hmm. He's been trained to say that by his agent very yes. well. It was, it was, there was no slip-ups at yes. all. And I, I like, it was like, is it fair to say you're the David Beckham of Vietnam? He's like, well, some people say that. <laughs> he was like trying to be like, 
He's very yes. poor way of going. Yep. But he is. He's made a huge impact over there. It's really pretty impressive. I know, and that was when I when I when I reached out to him to come on. I was like, that would be great because he's a he's an enormous name over there. And you come over here and it's yeah. Like, hey, who's wait Lee? Who? And he has one ca- he has one cap as a sub and a friendly for the senior team, or I think maybe even the U twenty team. It's just like it's amazing how he's not he's so far under the radar over here. Like, what's his heritage, Brian? Like, what his parents and everything? Where's everybody from? Do you know? Uh, he was he was born here. I've got hold on. I've got her right here. Well, his parents had to have been born there if he got a passport. So, yeah, yeah, he grew grew up here. Um, he was uh, an American citizen by birth. Yeah, he was born. He was born in Richardson, Texas, October October huh. of eighty six. Just up the street from yeah. here. Um, played at uh, played at Indiana. He was at the uh, IX Orlando Prospects. Senior career of PSV Indoven, uh, Randers, uh, and then the two uh, two Vietnamese teams. I'm not even going to bother trying to uh, trying to butcher. Yeah. Uh, hey, sh- should I try to get Alan Hopkins on here? Oh my God! Yeah, let's awesome. yeah let's try to get Alan Hopkins on here. My wife used to work with him, so I'll yeah. hit him up. Um, so, uh, do we have a score in the uh, Kansas City game, Sarah? Or yeah, hasn't even has started, started yet. yet? They're, just, they're, they're just doing their intro previews awesome. right now. Wonderful. I think it's yeah. at six thirty. Wonderful. So, um, Brian, seriously, I really want us to go to LA and go see Mark in a few weeks. At, for real? So you mean for the MLS Cup, not just for a, a social visit? Oh, that as well. <laughs> well, I mean, there's there's not much here to Casa de Villa, but you guys are welcome to crash. At the- so you two have you guys have a place to stay. Uh, I've already prepped uh, Dana to share the bed with with, with Sarah. So Brian and I will be out here knocking putt while you guys are in there. So you know it's okay. <laughs> I'm surprised you didn't say the the oh, Villa. Dear. No, <laughs> that, that was too easy. Speaking of, uh, so there we go. That's it. Uh, I'm just going to go ahead and wrap everything up. You guys want to throw anything here before we take off? Uh, it's going to come down L.A. Salt Lake. L.A. is going to win it 3-2. to two. Uh, L.A. KC in the final. L.A. takes it 3-0. Who does KC beat to get there? Oh! Who does KC beat to get to uh, to get yes. there? Philly. Philly. Uh, I think Philly. Obviously Colorado. And uh, yeah. and I think it's going to be Houston. Oh, I, I don't I don't think Philly is going to recover from this. And for as much bitching as Houston did, man, they got to be so grateful to be in the Eastern Conference right now. That was the best thing that could have happened. Uh, yeah, I, Real Salt Lake is is looking like uh, an unbeatable team right now. No, 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 they're not. No, they're not. No, hold on a minute. Seattle's looking like a team that didn't have it together. RSL played magnificently, but they're not looking unbeatable. The part Mark doesn't know is I can click this button and you see the graphic of him, and you can't hear his audio, so I can finish my statement. Is that they look they look unbeatable because Seattle is playing so poorly. That's why they look unbeatable. So now we can rejoin Mark in our show. I just PTI'd you. What do you think about Dick. that? Dick! You did. You did. You did. Wow. Trying to make the same point. 
They look so great because Seattle played so poorly. Wow. Did it. You're that guy. You wow. do that. <laughs> I did it. Um, doop, doop, doop. So we've got uh, Wednesday night. We've got a Wednesday night RSL Seattle game with a huge mountain for Seattle to climb. We've got a Thursday night uh, round two for LA New York. Fisticuffs could be involved. Oh, they will be. Yeah. And then the second leg of uh, KC Colorado is also Thursday night, correct? Or is it Wednesday night? I think it's Wednesday. Now, here's what I understand. So we go from Sunday to Thursday back to Sunday game. Why are we doing that? Then have two weeks off till the cup. No, dude. Uh, uh, the scheduling is just horrendous. I don't understand what the hell the league is thinking. This is do the worst that, format possible. Do you feel that each year the MLS Cup it seems worse than the last year as far as the scheduling and the teams that are playing each other? Like I thought last year was ridiculous, but this year I'm like it's even more ridiculous. It just seems to get worse and worse. Yeah, I mean they're they're cramming three games into what? Basically nine days. So what is it? Ten pounds, ten yeah. pounds of stuff into a five pound bag. Yeah. Yeah. And we're about yeah. to kick off in in, uh, in in KC or in Colorado. Sorry. Wow, Jimmy I, Nielsen yeah. has really white hair. Hey, sir, Lorenzo. You know, I hate Lorentowitz. I do. I hate. You know what I think? You know what I think I'm going to do? I think I'm going to open this up. I think we may do a special show on Wednesday night where it's just Mark watching games. <laughs> I, he, oh God! In Vermes, just he, he, he. Oh, look at that! With oh, hey, like an uncircumcised think, penis hey, with a grin. Mark, oh my what? God! I think Vermes could get a uh, manager like of the year or whatever award that is. He, he very well may. He very well may. Oh my gosh! To yeah. start off ten hey. games on the road as poorly as they played, yes. Yeah, I think he needs yeah. some uh, some of that stuff just for men. That cat's gray, man. <laughs> hey, Sarah. It's so Sarah is actually going to her first American football game tomorrow night. Are yes, you really, Sarah? Go the Chiefs the, and the Chargers. Yeah, I'm going to go see the Chiefs. Yeah. Are you sitting with the Hunts? No, not this time. That's oh. that's 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 the fella. That's not me. Oh, I was going to say say hi to Mike for me, but okay. <laughs> I'm not even. So I'm not even hit the graphic. You're so bad. I hit the graphic because I wanted to wait to see the joke grenade go off and Sarah get that one. <laughs> I did get that one. I did only because it was the second time around. That's right. I got it. Yeah, I don't let I don't let stuff go very easily. Um, that the aforementioned the aforementioned Mike uh, was at my. There was a gentleman at my school that was named that and got something delivered to the office for lunch every day. And every day, the vice principal had to say. Please come to the office. <laughs> when I was in middle school, it was not a joke. No way. Not a joke. Oh I, I, my god. Yeah, I I knew a Vietnamese a Vietnamese kid in junior high whose name was Fucked At. Wow. No way. Yes, his name was Fucked At. That's awesome. And fuck, buddy, how you doing? No. You but yes. it's what P H O U C or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and it, oh, great kid too. Great kid, loved the fame he got instantly. Well, it was course. awesome. Great kid. Um, oh, hey, you know what? We should try and find we him. Sh we should also talk about uh, former Dallas Cowboy Dat Win. Get to the tune of Madonna's "Who's That Girl." You can say "Who Dat Win." So I'll let you, I'll let that song stick in your head for the rest of the evening. Is that like uh, 
Is it like playing the mock radio when you talk about Juan Aguadello? Juan Aguadello. Juan Aguadello. All right. Yeah. yeah. So there you go. I like that boom boo Like that as well. Oh, that's a good one. Like teal. Yeah. Oh. Anyway, that boom boo I'm going to go watch my boys right now. Yeah, that's it. That's all. I'm going to keep it any longer. Um, the uh, uh, video archive of this show will be on our website later, and the audio version will be on a podcast on iTunes. Uh, I'm do you think Wells Thompson knows that even Jesus' mom thinks he's a twat? 20, do I just need to leave the graphic up? Holy cow. <laughs> wow. What? Uh, you know, okay. we had this conversation during the week that we're not Fox Soccer material. I think that just clarified it. I can clean. I, I was clean last Mark, week. Let's tell the story of why Alexi Lawless was so um, trepid to come on no, the show. No. Because of me. We had to explain that your Twitter account was not um, indicative of the way Represent- you are, which is yes, a bold-faced lie. No, I was I not perfectly. Yes, buddy. You guys were great. I was really jealous oh. that I was not that. I was a perfect gentleman with Alexi. I, I, I was credible. I can I can play the straight guy. I can. I just you know I like I get bored. And I go for the cheap laugh. And then he tweets that his balls look like Avram Grant. Oh, jeez. Last night they did. I don't know why. So on that, let me very quickly switch over and do the plugs. I'll start with the uh, with the old standby. Send your comments and complaints to uh, at SC underscore Beaner Lights. Uh, but if you want to reach us, you can reach me at Twitter underscore Dumb, Sarah at Holberg, Mark at SC underscore Beaner Lights. The show is at Top of the Table TV. We want to thank Lee Wynn. He is at Lee Wynn 24. We will also retweet that out. I apologize for not having a graphic. Uh, for the two other two other of you that have joined me in our Premier League, there's the code for that. Thank you to Dean and to Zach Woosley for joining. And at those things, I'm not good at these things. Ah, it's all right. Uh, so that's it. That's all. I, that is all I got. I want to thank everybody for another great show again. Thank you to Lee Wynn for coming on, taking time out. Thank you, Lee, very thank much. Thank you to the good people at GeekWeek.com, Jeff Katz and those guys, and Justin TV for letting us come on. Uh, but seriously, people, watch the game with Seattle. Look at Siggy Schmidt. That's what his eyeballs look like. I want to know why. Someone please tell me. <laughs> Answers on a postcard. Yeah, or just tweet it to him, not to me. Yeah. That's all I got. Thank you for joining us on Top of the Table. We will see you next week. Enjoy the soccer. Bye-bye.